Welcome to the Kinetic Belief Podcast. I'm Stephen Canyon, and I'm so excited to champion, encourage, and edify you every day right here. Pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Okay, as I'm digging around, I am amazed at all of the different uh, scientific and psychological studies that have been conducted uh, for the, I don't know, decades now, showing that, guess what, music can lift our moods. Well, who didn't know that? Music can lift our moods. But now here's something that's interesting that goes along with it. It can combat depression. It can improve blood flow in a lot of ways that statins can do that. It can lower levels of uh, stress-related hormones such as cortisol, and it can ease pain. In fact, uh, now some of those studies have also shown that music can improve the outcomes for patients after surgery. And I don't know that any of that is really that big of a, a, a mystery that's been solved for us, but I do know that listening to music can make you feel more relaxed, but in some cultures, it's actually used to ease pain. And science all has but confirmed that humans are, we, we've been somehow hardwired to respond to music, and studies also have shown that someday, now, it hasn't actually happened yet, but someday music may even help patients heal from things like Parkinson's disease or uh, a stroke. And um, I'm actually, uh, I'm of the school of thought that we already know that. And I think it's a marvelous thing. It's a wonderful thing. And today we're going to be talking about harnessing the power of music for attracting. And, uh, you know, people, they just, uh, a lot of people aren't aware, but they're already harnessing the power of music for attracting. I'm Stephen Canyon, and the website is kineticbelief.com. Email at kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com. Good morning, Megan. Good morning. You were here early today. I really was. You were excited. I'm so excited about this topic. You're a musician. I, I am. I'm a violinist. You really are from way back Since I was three. There. Yeah. Thanks, Mom. Well, did anything that I was just uh, mentioning or saying, is that a surprise to you? Um. Not a surprise, no, because the music is extremely powerful, and um, I have to say, though, I have never considered, I've thought about music and how it affects us emotionally, but I've never considered using it for manifesting, attracting, um, as part of that process. I've yeah. never thought about that. Well, and you know, but it's kind of a no-brainer, and especially if um, if you are a law of attractor, then you already know. If this is something, if you've been practicing attracting things into your life, oh my goodness, mood is so much, it's it's everything. Mm, and, and, and anytime we, I'm ever talking about this at any of our master classes, and we get into the subject of, of music, you know, it's often uh, the first thing people want to acknowledge is that, well, it makes me feel a certain way. And I just think that there's so much to, to music is a universal language. And there's just a lot of things about it that I really don't even know that it needs to be discussed. I mean, who doesn't know music can make you feel a certain way? Who doesn't know that you know, the perfect sound score for uh, a movie is going, you know, gone with the wind. Are you kidding me? I'll never be hungry again either. You know, they did. I went to, I went to a really interesting music camp one time, one summer, and to, they did an experiment. They had us all sit in this big room. I mean, it's a, you know, maybe a hundred kids. We were probably 14, 15. And they had us watch, um, this, this scene from The Shining, um, with no music. Oh, with Jack Nicholson. Jack Nicholson. And so, and it was just without the scene music. without music. And it's the scene where he's just throwing the red ball against the, the wall. And I mean, it just looked ridiculous with no music. It was like, this is just so boring. There's nothing to it. And then we watched the same scene with the music added in and it was terrifying. Isn't that amazing? <laughs> but you know, if you're going to take the music out, at least you want to replace it with a squeaking door or some cha- chains dragging across the floor. But yeah, that, that someone breathing. Uh, right. <laughs> but you know, I mean, that those that's a, one of the senses that just is so connected to our gut and our heart. Oh, it, it is, and it makes you because it's it's directly correlating and relating to feelings, 
And it's sort of uh, it's it's the quickest way to get you to feel some mm, yeah. some Ooh, certain that's a, way. That's a good point. The quickest way, yeah. It, well, gosh, it's been, it's been used historically in so many different ways. And you know, music is used during battle and and during war. And it you uh, know it allows people to listen to music in in a huge way with all kinds of different ideas, concepts to stir up a belief. You can stir up your expectations for an outcome in in battle. Maybe it's Mm -hmm. whoever has the biggest drum corps that has the the greatest belief that, hey, we're going to win the day. That's true. And it was funny. I have a funny story for our listeners. The other day we were running on the beach together and (laughs) I I said, you know, let's let's switch earbuds just for like one song, just for the fun of it. (laughs) He put mine in and I had some crazy beat driven song going and you took off like a rocket (laughs) and I couldn't even see you. (laughs) It's motivational too, isn't it? After about five seconds. (laughs) It can either, he can make you sit, sit you down and and cry or, or stand you up and run. That is so true. It's It's, so powerful. We're going to kind of peel all that back today to get into the understanding of why, why music is so powerful and Mm. how do we harness that and especially just for attracting the good things into our lives that we're working on attracting that's a good point that you know if it can make us feel all of these different things um and it's and it is so powerful that also means that we need to be really aware of how we're allowing it to affect us that means that it's this really powerful force that can push us one way or the other Well, it can make us feel sad. It can hurt us, make us happy, or um, in in need of some kind of comfort. Mm. Uh, And like I said, it can make you just, uh, you know, I I need my Nana. (laughs) And this music is really, I I just feel needy today. Well, turn that off if you want to feel like you're not needy and put on something else. I love the idea of making music sort of work for you. Yeah, it works for you. And, you know, as you go back historically and you see that, oh, my goodness, even before the modern instrument, you know, they were using uh, ram's horns and mm-hmm. and drums yeah. and other things to to accomplish their uh, whatever it is that they were looking to to be successful at. Nations at peace. Actually, if you go back to since the 18th century, they've been viewed as an uh, music and instruments have been used uh, for human solidarity, even when in, not in a time of war. It's sort of a reconciliation mm. and uh, instruments of peace. It's the one universal language that everybody seems to be able to sort of congregate around. And if you can't speak another language, well, you can speak the language of music. And we can all agree that we're at peace. Well, there have been so many movies, even like just imagining that, hey, if we ever do see aliens, we'll probably <laughs> play music for them. <laughs> Isn't that true? I mean, Univer- it really oh, is probably that, universal. What was that music, uh, the, the movie where Contact, was that? No, not Contact. It was the one with the one Richard Dreyfus yeah. and, and they were third uh, kind. communicating. Yeah. Third kind. Not, not that this is proof um, <laughs> that it's intergalactic and, and worked <laughs> with aliens, but I sure believed yeah, it when uh-huh. I saw it. <laughs> You know, how, how could they not have all been on the same page? You got that guy up there on the keyboard, and he's playing pum, 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 and he gets yeah. faster and faster and faster, and the aliens do too. And now we know, we're hey, we're all in agreement. That was actually right? a really good movie. It really was. I like that movie. I like Richard Dreyfuss. Yeah. I like alien movies in general. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. it's fun. Uh, but yeah, you, it is truly, I think, a universal language. It's very spiritual. It touches. Uh, it can touch us on any level, any time, any place. Um, it's very powerful. Yeah, well, you know, we we've all listened to a song and been so emotionally connected to it that it just sort of, well, it, it even takes you back to a specific time or a memory or a, a place. I know that the other day you shared with me um, it was such a sweet thing you, you wrote to your grandparents, Aww. and it was about your and I read you let me read it and it was just, it was beautifully written, very descriptive. But you were you were going back to a time where. Um, they would celebrate, I think it was you and your sister's birthdays by, uh, it's like a treasure hunt around the yeah. home. They would put little treasure maps around and you guys yeah. would, would dig around looking for the next clue and things like that. Yeah, sometimes they would leave little envelopes for us instead of presents and it would just have the first clue in it. And then the present would be, you know, hidden somewhere and we had to find Memories it. Memories are, are, are such a gift to us. Yeah, that's and, a strong one. And, you know, how many couples have their song? You know, the song that they, maybe it was the first dance at the yeah. high school reunion. Or the song at the wedding or whatever. whatever. Now you and your sister also, you you kind of grew up playing weddings, music at weddings. Oh yeah, so um, yes, my sister also plays 
the violin and we started playing weddings at seven and ten years old basically as, as soon as we were old enough to play canon and d because <laughs> oh, that's, yeah. that's the one song that every wedding seems to have canon and d. can you play yeah. it both both ways frontward and backward no that's the table duet that's a different oh, that's song a different, this is a canon i guess you could but it probably wouldn't work out quite yeah <laughs> no it wouldn't but this is a canon you start basically a few seconds after the person that started playing and it fits in perfect harmony now what what mother does not cry or drop a tear oh well when, you know every single time so whenever we would play for weddings um usually typically it was the mother and the bride-to-be they would come really to our house when we were kids and and they would come there to listen to us play and, and pick out their music and without fail every single time canon and d you look up the mom is just blubbering <laughs> and, and i bet you're always going what a great idea <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, Who knew? Probably Canada not. As a seven-year-old. Write that one down. <laughs> as a seven-year-old, I was probably going, yeah, everybody wants that song. But it's familiarity. <laughs> Again, it just re- it reminds you of those special moments. Yeah. You know, and, the, and these people have been to other weddings, and that song is just, it's always stirring. And so, hey, I wanted it mine as well. It can. It, it absolutely does have the ability to conjure, um, I think, memories, but also sort of hopes and dreams. Because mm. it sort of, you know, if you hear a song that signifies that something is happening or sort of coming toward you that you've been anticipating, that's that's really powerful. It is too. Ama- music's amazing. It has the power to make us feel and, all kinds of emotions, whether it be mm-hmm. in empowering or happy or sad or lonely. <laughs> you know, the oh, I broke up with my my boyfriend or my girlfriend. I'm just going to put on whatever. Britney Some people Spears sort of like do cry inducing music too i've heard of that when they think well i just need to cry i'm gonna put on this really sad song and go for it and who's who's not going to be able to to ride a stationary bike for an hour and a half if you've got the right that music is is thumping and pumping and you got somebody (laughs) screaming at you on the microphone to go 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 and get over yourself but i do feel like we're burying the lead here steve you You are an accomplished pianist oh well and and not just a pianist but um a composer of Mm -hmm. deeply spiritual music i know that you've even played for people sometimes that um what was it? You were playing in the lobby of a hotel in Montana or something? Yeah, I was. Uh, it was out at the East Glacier Lodge. In, in fact, in some of my listeners may have been out to the lodge before. Beautiful, beautiful yeah. building, and and uh, they have a magnificent grand there in the lobby. And yeah, I was uh, playing there, and again, just had one of those experiences where uh, some uh, there was a, a gift shop owner that came out, and she was bawling. She'd been <laughs> listening to a piece that I You're was just playing, playing, and in she's the lobby. she said, "I haven't haven't been moved this way." And in so many years, I think she'd been through divorce and all kinds of things. But anyway, she just felt a connection with the, with the creative spirit, yeah. and she was so moved. And and another professional photographer from uh, somewhere out of Europe. What, what do you think that spoke is? English, and he said, he said, um, I'm a photographer. I'm a natural photographer, and I'm out here just shooting the the glaciers. He said, I can I can see my images in your music. I can hear uh, hear it in it. And and I said, well, you know. I actually see the imagery as I'm composing it. Wow. It's just a universal connection. And, That's you so know, cool. it's somebody says that a song touches them that way or it moves them like that. It's often, it's just, uh, it's actually a literal expression because if you're listening to music that makes you feel empowered and it motivates you, well, your thoughts are likely going to be positive, and they're going to be full of ambition and excitement. I mean, you know, who who can listen to the old theme to Rocky and not feel like they can <laughs> run up the steps and and or box and and win the match or so annihilate a slab of beef hanging in a cold locker <laughs> after listening to to the theme to Rocky? There's just something about if you're listening to music that makes you feel empowered and motivated. It will give it'll just fill you up with the ambition. Mm. But now, and if you're listening to a song that makes you, and, and there's a lot of it out there, and, and of course, uh, at my age, I would say especially today, uh, feel that <laughs> makes you feel, make kids it makes you feel hopeless. <laughs> it make makes you feel sad. Your thoughts are going to align with those negative feelings, leaving you unlikely to manifest any kind of positive desires and and wishes for your future. You know, in here's the thing. In order to actualize your dreams, 
and to bring them to fruition, you know, like you mentioned just a few minutes ago, it causes you to dream or to vision certain things. It is absolutely imperative that you are emotionally connected to your desires. So when you, when you apply kinetic belief intentionally to, to using music toward the power of attraction. Now, this is something you purpose to do. It doesn't just happen. You know, so much of the music that we listen to uh, going, out, going through our day is just whatever happens to be on... Um, uh, coming through our AirPod or you're listening to it through a music platform, just whatever comes up next, you just sort of victimize yourself to it. And you allow that then as the backdrop for forming your imaginations. So music, here's the way we need to look at it. Now, kinetic believers, listen up. If you're new to the podcast, listen. <laughs> Either way, check out what I'm about to say. Music is the, is the soundtrack that makes a thought form so powerful. Begin to look at music, purpose to look at music as, now this is going to be the soundtrack to the, the motion picture in my, in my imagination. You know, when you go see a movie, like Megan was saying, you were talking about just a minute ago, it is so powerful to the scene. You remove it, and what what is Jack Nicholson bouncing a, a ball against a wall in The Shining without the accompanying <laughs> music? Not very much of anything at all. So, but now you add the music to it, and then all of a sudden it becomes this, it, this soundtrack that makes your thought form uniquely powerful and important to you. You know, I use music that evokes not only deep emotions within me, but powerful mental images as well. So for my, my fitness, which you mentioned a minute ago, we were out running on the beach, thought form soundtrack now, and here's where I'm different than you, Megan. I'm using music with these broad emotional swells when I'm lifting weights. And oh, you know, I, that this, always cracks me up. <laughs> instru- I'll go over there instrumental and... symphonic uh-huh. pieces that, you know, or I'll put on a good uh, a Yanni instrumental and, and go oh, for just... a sprint. I know. You know it's, it's crazy. I mean, you're over there, you're, you know, you're just lifting these huge dumbbells, you're sweating, you're you're straining you're just you're in this epic moment and i i look at your phone it says inya <laughs> there's nothing more motivational what? than inya are you I mean, kidding me i could do yoga oh to gosh. inya maybe i just put on some inya and i start sweating That's hilarious. <laughs> i don't know it's weird it's because you're so sweet oh well you know but this, what i want to do is i'm decompressing stress stress and anxiety mm, yeah. what those things is they re, they actually wreak havoc on your your manifesting ability and so and and that's motivational to me is to decompress and get rid of the stress so for example, while using guided journaling, as many of you know, the, the kinetic belief guided journaling, the, uh, there, there are ways to de-stress, but an, another way is just to curl up with a hot drink. But you know what? Again, I'm going to use a, some kind of a transcendent playlist, instrumentals that allow me to form imagery and to do it with my own words, my thoughts, my images, because you know when we are creating these imaginations to uh, ultimately manifest into our lives, there is an inner dialogue that's going with that. And so if I'm listening to something that's got all the words in there and words of defeat or uh, a lot of the modern music now, it's just a repetitive couple little phrases, you know, it's it's a distraction to me. So I, you know, I kind of get away from that and I like the instrumentals. Um, or even before a big a big event, one of our master classes, uh, one of our workshops. Rather, I'm about to to face you know a large group of people, or I'm in going into a, some important meeting, or maybe I'm just faced with a big decision, something that I've been you know wanting to come up with the correct answer for. Rather, rather your desire is for love or happiness or wealth or relaxation. Visualize the desire. And as you are doing that, keep in mind that your thoughts are going to be directly correlated with what you attract. So, you know, if you are thinking about, oh, what kind of car should I go and buy? And you're, you're listening to your lovemaking soundtrack. Well, I don't know. That's probably going to influence like, hey, when you come driving, <laughs> driving away from the car lot in. Or vice versa. You know, you don't want to. You're like red. <laughs> right. Anything red. red. <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, yeah. Well, the technique, what it does is it raises your, your, your vibration by connecting the song with your desires. Hmm. Try to choose music that that doesn't include any disruptors 
that is going to be a distraction for the, the thought form that you're creating, the, the, the castle that you're building in your imagination. You want to remain, you want to make sure that that soundtrack goes with the motion of your, your imagination. So uh, life is about exploration. And I think we can all agree with that. And, you know, it's, it's, it's not the destination. It's the journey to get there. Great adventure of discovery, okay? And so if we develop beliefs as we go, navigating through the small things in life before looking out to see the greater picture, the, the stars at night, and, and the vastness of possibilities that surround us, the horizon of all of your opportunities, what I've noticed is actually the very first encounter with music stimulates, even in the, in the child, we know that it stimulates neuron impulses and certain feelings begin to emerge just from the music. Now, this is with a person that's not had any life experience. They've not been anywhere, never been to the beach. In fact, they don't even know how to talk yet. Can't even walk. They can't, they can not even crawl. They're laying there. We know that it stirs a, a certain type of a feeling or emotion. Within the, within the child. Well, the natural law of cause and effect stimulates your thoughts and creates a bias for all of your judgments. So as your beliefs, as they begin to develop early in life, they create these, these motivational feelings directing your future thoughts, directing your reactions, those impulses, the way that you're going to feel to react towards certain things. You see, we are, we're all instinctive human beings. But the, the wonderful thing about the human spirit is that we have the ability to redirect our natural tendencies and attract a, a lifestyle completely designed by us. We don't have to be living in a, in a life that, uh, you know, was put on us by somebody else. And that's what law of attractors know. This is what we're all working on together. The powerful truth is, is that we can actually, we can have complete control over what happens around us, and we do it by kinetically believing to move toward the thing that we are attracting. And what we're talking about today is just the, having the ability to, on purpose, harness the power of music to accompany the attracting uh, thing that we're drawing into our life. It's vital that we do that. We know how powerful music is just by you know what we've been talking about already. It is so powerful, so we want to, on purpose, use it. Don't just allow whatever comes up next on the playlist to redirect or to become a disruptor on the thing that you're working on. And, and I'm not just, here's the thing. I'm not just talking about during your meditative, on-purpose time for working on the law of attraction. This needs to actually be throughout your day. If, if, if you're in traffic and people are challenging your best senses because they're cutting you off or they're flipping you off or they're, you're, they're upsetting you, don't put on some music that's going to just flame the, uh, it, it, you know, fire up the flame and, and make you even matter. You, you might want to, you might want to put some Yanni on and and look for, for a, a you, different state of mind. I was going to say you shouldn't put on Inya. Okay. <laughs> no, that's probably not. He'll that's probably ra- true. Raging. But I've got the music that I would go to, that transcendental music that would also yes. just create a an atmosphere of, you know what, I'm not in a hurry and I'm not going to worry. Besides, mm-hmm. I'm working on an imagination that's going to be a blessing to me and everybody in this line of traffic. The idea of sort of purpose-driven playlists is really interesting because entertainment is typically the thing that we I think we pay sort of like the least attention to when it comes to purpose because in our mind and in culture the, the purpose of entertainment is to entertain and as long as it meet, ticks that box then then we're in there and we're enjoying it so this concept of crafting music playlists you know, purchasing um well, I guess people don't really purchase CDs anymore, do they? Mm-hmm. You know, I, <laughs> I'm a um, I'm a millennial, I, but I'm an older millennial. No, I'm, st- I'm still so. looking for records. <laughs> well, where where did all around. the records go? Those have actually come <laughs> back around, so those That's are popular true, right? all over again. But this is a really cool concept because, you know, every time we do an episode, I feel like I find I'm a, I'm sort of faced with something else, yet another piece of my life that I need to grab a hold of and make sure that it's that it's in the right headspace that I'm because everything we do in life every 
everything we wear, everything we see, listen to, taste, smell, touch, it affects us. And this is just another thing that, that can serve you to attract and manifest. I just, I think that's such a cool concept. Well, it, it is. And the thing that I want people to get more than anything else when it comes to music is do it on purpose. Mm, yeah. Become aware that you are creating the soundtrack, the the soundtrack for your, the, the motion picture of your imagination. Because as we hold that higher thought form we have the ability to, on purpose, give it a, a, an inspiring soundtrack that we can audibly listen to, and it's going to stir up feelings. Mm-hmm. You know, we talk often about how feelings or emotions will follow after your uh, the success of your imaginations. And so rather being, instead of being led by our emotions and our feelings, what we do is we take control of those. Anybody that can control their emotions can accomplish anything in this life. And we know how powerful music is to creating a certain emotion or a feeling. So are you kidding me? What, a, what an amazing opportunity we have to take control over our emotions and feelings just simply by choosing our playlist. <laughs> That's, That's amazing. That's amazing. You know, so anybody that's struggling with emotions, negative feelings, you can, the, the quickest, easiest way to overcome that is to choose a playlist that's going to create an emotion that can now accompany a desire that you have uh, journaled that you know is exactly what you should be pursuing in life. So on purpose, choose the playlist that's accurate to the imagination, the thought form that you're working on. Um, so I love the idea that you call it a thought form soundtrack, which is really, really cool. Um do you basically develop different ideas of music and different things that you listen to based on that setting, you know, for, like you said, like for health or fitness or creativity, writing, um, do you, do you just sort of have a theme, an overall thing that you listen to all the time or it, does it change according to, to what you're working on? I tend to, and I tend to stay really with, with music that is more instrumental because I, uh, mm. I know that words are things, first of all, and the power of words it should never be underestimated. So to randomly put something on that's just got a bunch of lyrics and you don't know what those lyrics are, <laughs> subconsciously you're recording that and yeah. those words are forming your thoughts and ideas. You True. may not know it. You may not be aware of it, but it's going to come out and it's going to be attracting and working on changing your circumstances based on what you are allowing yourself to listen to. Mm. The, the subconscious is paying attention even if you're not. So I like to stay away from, from music that has the lyrics. Uh, and I like lyrical music. By that, I mean lyrical being very expressive. Mm. The violin that you play is an expressive lyrical instrument. I believe that the piano is a lyrical instrument. So I like to use those, and then I, I take it from there. I've got the feeling. I've got the soundtrack to my imagination that I'm working on, and then the verbiage is left up to me. Sometimes I wonder, because a lot of times when you're when you're working out, you, you tend to listen to aggressive music. Most people do. Um, you don't. <laughs> but most people do. And I find that there's a really fine line between, you know, just an aggressive beat or feeling to a song and then versus, you know, the lyrics being actually aggressive and, and even angry. Um, and I find that if I actually sort of accidentally listen to a song like that when I'm working out or doing something, it's amazing how much that affects you. Like you're saying, those lyrics are very powerful. Well, and I think that we can all agree that music definitely makes you feel a certain way. And so again, what we've got to do kinetic believers, what we've got to make sure we're doing is is don't just randomly go through the practice and exercise of working on your imagination without plugging in the soundtrack. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take some effort. You're going to have to do it on purpose. And you may even want to uh, make a couple of notes in your guided journal that, oh yeah, don't forget my music. Yeah. I'm going to journal with music. I'm going to do my, my positive uh, uh, gratitude affirmation, but I'm going to do it with a backdrop of the music that's inspiring. If you're not already, fill up your day with music. There yeah. shouldn't be a void. You know, what? <laughs> we've laughed about this before, but um, I think everybody should have an entrance song that's personal to you. <laughs> when, when you're walking into the party, you know, what are you strutting to? You know, well, no that, one else can I've hear your been, song. I would love to have music follow me I've around. I've always been so jealous you? of like when you see the UFC fighters or boxers yeah, or something yeah, and they yeah, get yeah, to yeah, come yeah, in yeah, like yeah. like I think Ronda Rousey came into oh what was it something about oh, 
the girl like uh, girls oh, run gosh, the world or something. We were we were there at Ronda Rousey's first UFC fight yeah, in in LA. That was pretty amazing. Pretty cool. Yeah. I couldn't tell you what the song she was. was. At I the was top of her game. Yeah, she was. But that's see that's oh she's it was the one example. where it's like a uh, what was it? It goes like don't give a damn about my reputation. Something, something, and then the guitar comes in. I don't know. I can't think of the yeah, name of it, yeah. but it's a great song. But they do that. But you know, we all need our own entrance song. Yeah, and uh, I love that. But you, you actually could have that if you a life song. If you're like sort of like setting this playlist for your entire day. But you know what's fun is that you it, truly you need. To, we all need that music that we have on purpose chosen for yeah. you know whatever the activity is. But then also just most importantly because uh, uh, kinetic believers are and we're all going through most of the day with that that good imagination that we're working on. You see, we're casting down negative imaginations, and every higher or what tries to be a high thought form that's coming in to take the place of our good thought forms. And so by working on that, if we are purposing to to plug this music into our our daily practice of meditative um, imaginings, then it's going to continually inspire the correct emotional state of being that's going to remain positive. And it is amazing how specific that emotional response is to a piece of music for example um i like to paint i like to paint landscapes and sometimes i will put together i just literally put together a playlist called you know painting and i'm and i'm excited to sort of listen through the the playlist as i'm painting but i'll notice that sometimes i haven't picked a very good song because i'll be working and creating and and anybody who does anything creative out there, which is everyone, they know that you get into a flow. And the flow basically means that you've unplugged your mind and you're just in this flow of creativity. Um, But then certain pieces will sort of suck you out of that. And it's almost as if it makes you pay too much attention to what you're doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, you know, it's almost like cheating, and it's so easy. That's true. If you're not already including music in your creative space, by well, all means, do it. It makes it just so much easier to get you, to that emotional state of being that's required to be positive. You're right. It's like a cheat sheet. And, and I know that, you know, we all know, we all have that knowing that music makes you feel a certain way. But I feel like we don't all adhere to that. And we're all very, I know I can be, I, we're all very flippant with what we put on and put in our ears. Just like with movies. We talked about that the other day. You turn on a movie, you think it's benign, it doesn't matter. But then after you watch it, you feel like crud. You don't feel good. It's not It's not feeding your spirit. It's not feeding the the thing that you want to do. Well, we're being lazy. And, you know, we allow so many things to happen to us. Mm. And music is certainly one That's of those. You know, when you when you go into the store and they're, they're, they, they know what music to play in the background to oh. keep you in target. <laughs> I've bought, and they're going to make bought, you happy if they take your last dime. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> I have bought many... Um, an ill-advised crop top <laughs> because of the music because that you're of the listening music to, at right? Target. <laughs> or you know what? I don't. I don't care how long this elevator ride is. Listen to the elevator music. Oh my I'm, goodness! I am good to go. They're just trying to keep everyone calm in the yeah. crowded elevator. You know, I'll bet you it'll be interesting to see what kind of music the astronauts listen to in order to get to Mars. Oh, that's true. Think about that. You know, talk about Oof. an elevator ride. I guess it'll be elevator music. I don't know. Just something to keep them calm, keep them going. That's a weird thing to think that because, you know, I mean, will they be able to like stream? I guess they wouldn't. It's like they would have to have it. (laughs) They have to have it like on the Uh, ship. Right. And and, and, uh, let's hope that there's not a musician with a harmonica on board. Right. (laughs) You know, but Albert Einstein said life without playing music is in it was inconceivable for him. And that was Albert Einstein. He lived his daydreams in music, he said. Mm. And he said that he saw his, his life in terms of music. Isn't that something? And he said that if you know, if he had not been a physicist, Einstein said that he probably would have been a musician. And wow. and he and I, he said that life is like a piano. And he said, what you get out of it depends on how you play it. So here's one of the the the, the most intelligent, brilliant, uh, indivi- yeah. brilliant individuals in, in mm-hmm. human history, recognizing the how powerful music is. And and I would say. If anybody ever wanted to quote me, which is, I don't know who knows. They do. But I would say, you know, what kind of music you play is going to determine what you're getting out of life. Wow. Well, you're feeding something, right? I mean, it just seems like you're always feeding something with what we like to call entertainment. What are you feeding the tiger? Yeah, which 
isn't there some story about like we have two wolves in us and so it's always like the question is sort well, that's, of a, that's a commercial oh <laughs> no that was for dog food no there really oh, is a story oh, it's like it a native like, american oh, it should be if it's not yeah and there's like a native american story but the but the the end result is the idea that you're always feeding one wolf for the other so you know you're never neutral like you always like to say it is such, such a powerful medium and it's so easy well easy in the sense that it's available it's not easy and that habitually we're just accustomed to listening to whatever happens to you know there's to me there's probably nothing more disconcerting than to be trying to relax maybe out on the beach and somebody close there's some <laughs> death rock and you know, I'm, I'm, you know I'm not not that I'm I'm knocking it. Not that I'm not knocking it. I'm just saying I, I, maybe I'm not in the mood for well, place, what, what somebody is playing near well, it's me. It's not relaxing, I guess. I don't, I don't want to hear somebody else's music, okay? Unless <laughs> okay, there it is. Unless I'm uh, <laughs> birds of a feather, right? You know, unless we're all wherever. The, Some people think it. everyone wants to, though. Like they drive by in their cars, you know, blasting the music. Like everyone must love this song because here boom, you go. Boom. <laughs> yeah, it motivates you, know you all right. We walked by. Um, I don't remember the name of the restaurant, but it was they had outdoor seating and they were playing death rock on the patio and i remember thinking mm. oh, that's like indigestion yeah, yeah. <laughs> is gonna happen it's with amazing that. well and you know I, music and, and it is so universally um connected between all of us in fact i am of the school of thought and i know because i've experienced it that music exists and it's throughout the cosmos it's it's in the 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 fabric of time and space and it came from the originator. It came from the creator that created all of us. It's part of consciousness. It's part of the substance of things that are hoped for. It's, it's in space. And there are uh, people and, and like you, like myself, that are vessels for attracting it and expressing it. And since I can remember at four years old, um, just thought processes that were attracting melodies through uh, the substance of time. And, and I played the piano. So, you know, I don't read music. Music. I just I just interpret what I'm hearing through the universe, and I and I play it. In fact, we were we did a concert at the Charleston Music Hall uh, down in Charleston, South Carolina, and and Megan, you were the featured solo violinist yeah. for that concert. Yes. And I'll never forget so and how it, oh, oh my goodness, what a challenge. <laughs> we had so many challenges. Our staging wasn't there and we, we had to do some of the, get a, a local company to bring it in. And those risers, we had a full symphony orchestra on a stage oh at the Charleston Music Hall. And the, the risers or the staging, those, they, they were like they were four, feet, four feet wide with chairs for you to, chairs for you to sit in. And when you would, you had to stand up for much yes. of the concert to play. Yeah. And, Anytime I had a solo. And you were, and I remember, you know, my piano is custom designed. I'm playing this, this uh, extended grand piano that's, the legs are tall because I stand up while I'm playing. Yeah. And even though I'm standing up, I'm looking straight up at you. <laughs> blinded by the lights up in the the uh, above the curtains but there there oh you goodness. are in your beautiful red dress oh, I might, you. might add but you're standing up there so high you know i'm thinking dear god there's i couldn't stand up there if on uh, if there was plenty of room to stand but you <laughs> you told me later that you were literally balancing on like a, a foot and a half oh it was in un- space well they had these huge chairs for us the risers were the wrong size and so I was basically balancing between not stepping over the ledge of this like eight foot riser or knocking my chair off the back. Oh, oh. <laughs> it was not up to code. But, it was not. No, I, but here's the thing. Nobody would have known. I, could, I couldn't tell. But it's all those weddings that we talked about earlier. You know, uh-huh. I mean, I grew up playing on, under these pressure cooker situations. You know, you'll be up there. You're eight years old. You're playing the, the processional and a seven foot tall groomsman is fainting like four <laughs> times. So you were prepared oh, for it. Oh, yeah. You know, you just keep going, keep looking calm. But you're you're definitely uh, there's some turmoil on the inside. But you all, no, of the, all of the music that we, we played and played at, the, at that concert, all of it was original. They, mm-hmm. Every bit of it had just it's music that had, uh, had come to me through the universe over a couple of decades, all fully orchestrated. And in fact, uh, for that particular concert, uh, Jeffrey Silverman, who was also Yanni's orchestrator, and he did live at the Acropolis back in the 80s and, and most of Yanni's music, he orchestrated uh, this music for us. And, and you know, I had just, while I'm thinking about it, I had just replaced my drummer, Josh Day, who had gone on the tour with Sarah Barry Alice. And we, we brought in two percussionists. 
uh, and they literally had not played any of the music until the like a day before, oh, and it, full timpani on both sides yeah. of the stage, and uh, I just and the the one I don't even remember her name now. The one it's girl, Chris. But her she, name was Chris she ended up pulling an uh, yeah. That's a great memory. Well, she was a great drummer. I just remember she like she was so diligent and she cared so much uh-huh. about that music and she so stayed sweet. through lunch and and anytime we had a break she wouldn't break she would just keep learning the music she was amazing she, she kind of so sweet she I know I remember she said she worked through it all night yeah but yeah. she didn't miss a hit no it, it was, was it was beautiful it was beautiful and you know I, I was just thinking remembering that concert I'm, I'm I'm so thankful to have a life a musical life to play an instrument and to meditate on music so much and to know so much about it and anyone can have a musical life you don't have to play an instrument but it is it's such a gift to Mm. be focusing on that creating that music and you know uh, music isn't just for yourself it's to sort of spread around it's this really beautiful thing that you can share with someone it's a commonality you can have with someone um it does make you feel a certain way but it just has so many facets commonality to it. i like that is it's a good word and yeah it does it connects us together yeah. around something that's more powerful bigger and more expressive than we could ever hope to individually be yeah. uh, just using our own personality without the gift of music mm-hmm. um in fact i when i was uh, there was a song that I was writing and working. I had finished it, in fact, and I was playing. It was a really, it was a, I can remember it was in January. It was this freezing cold winter winter night, <laughs> and I was in, in my studio on the backside of Pikes Peak in Colorado at yeah. the time. And I had just finished playing through it. The, the song's called August Moon. And I just finished playing through the piece, and and I remember I, I just opened up the door quickly just to step outside and look up at the stars and get a, a, a you know breathe in a, a cold uh, breath of fresh air and get a jolt. But I, there was a young man who was literally sitting on the ground, and he was leaning against this this uh, this building just off to the right there, and uh, he worked locally as a handyman and. You know, I'd just seen him around doing some different odd jobs. He had a, a little small family and a cute little boy. But there he was at about 10 o'clock at night, freezing out there. And um, he jumped to his feet, and he was a little bit startled, but he came over, and he said, uh, Sir, he said, oh my, he said, I've never heard anything as beautiful as that in my entire life. And I found out later that he had been he had spent time in the Texas State Penitentiary mm-hmm. um, in prison. Hard, hardened fellow. But he was literally, he had been weeping and crying while laying on the ground listening to this music. Wow. Uh, and it's a song that, you know, I call August Moon. In fact, um, why don't we, I'd like to share this with our audience if, if, uh, if, if we can. Yeah, let's take let's, just a few let's minutes. Let's cue this up. And, and, and I also want to let everybody know that, uh, Megan, you're, you're playing the solo violin on this. <laughs> I love playing this song. And you did such a beautiful job. And it's a piece that came to me through the universe as I was meditating on just a sweet, quiet peaceful August yeah. night with a full moon in the sky. I think something that all of us can relate to and so let's listen to it. Okay.
Oh, well, I feel better. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, you. Wow. Uh, so, see, music is so powerful, and, yes. and you play beautifully, too, mm-hmm. Megan. And, and you know, yeah. and just using uh, the deduke, that old instrument there at the beginning, along with yes. the, the classical guitar. Is it's that kinda, a Middle Eastern instrument? Mm-hmm, it is. Yeah. Very, very old instrument. And, you know, again, it's just, the point of it is, is there are so many influencers that are creating biases for judgments and probably the, no, uh, not probably, but in my own mind and heart and, and imagination, therefore it's true to me, the most powerful uh, way that we create a bias for our imaginations is through the, the, the majesty and power of music mm, and yes, capture, so harnessing that power in order to positively affect our imaginations. I feel like I'm always sort of on the hunt for new, fresh music that I maybe haven't heard before that that does give me those sensations. There are a few violinists that I listen to that are sort of go-tos for, you know, just creating a certain a certain feeling, and this is a wonderful piece. I, I love August Moon. Well, you know what I want to do? Um, in fact, let's just do it today, and uh, and anybody, I'll tell you what, if you would like to have a copy of this, that piece, August Moon, you can go to our website mm-hmm. at kineticbelief, kineticbelief.com and download it for free. Yeah, I love that. I'm going to give it as a gift. I love that. And if I'd like to have it. It'll just be an MP3 emailed to you. Yeah, Yeah. easy breezy. How's that? I love it. Oh, Uh, that's so sweet. What a gift. uh, It's it's more blessed to give than it is to receive, isn't it? It really is. It really is. Uh, I I love our our people. And and I'm always so grateful for for, uh, all of you listening and being a part of this family. And that's what I see it as. When we go out and we do our workshops and the the, uh, uh, master classes, uh, (laughs) I get to know so many wonderful people. And and truly, it's birds of a feather. I mean, it's like family to me. That's the best part. More than uh, flesh and blood mm-hmm. family because we all are, yeah. are have a kindred spirit the true family is the one you choose i've always believed that and it, you're right it is it's so refreshing to connect with people from vastly different cultures and backgrounds but we have that commonality of belief and seeing that world just through that little slant that little different lens it's so i think the word is just refreshing well i want you to know you are a gift to me and how special it is for me always has been and since the the moment we met to be able to play music with you and it's it's you know it's a special connection absolutely oh thank you you know the natural law of cause and effect directs us toward original source and it does so for, for manifesting the perfect life or to produce strongholds um, and to, to produce them out of fear. Because when we think of strongholds, a stronghold is, is simply just something that is has locked itself onto us. And most of those typically come from fear, something that we're afraid of. You know, afraid of uh, being chewed out by the boss because we are all, you know, we're habitually late at work or, you know, a fear of going home for Thanksgiving because of a, a, an ongoing feud maybe you've been having with a, a sibling. You know, all of those things. So uh, what the law of attraction does and the way that kinetic belief works is, first of all, we we practice and we, we stir up today for today's topic of conversation. We're going to stir up and purpose to use, a, to create a soundtrack for the, the best imagination that we're working on. And then we're going to use gratitude and be grateful for wisdom because we have to know what to attract. You want to attract the right thing. You know, if a kid, you ask a child what he wants to have for dinner, he maybe just says candy all the time. Well, he doesn't have the wisdom. He's not a dietitian. He doesn't know what's best for him. So we, we need to be grateful and work on attracting wisdom, knowing the right thing, the best thing for us, so that we can attract discernment for manifesting our perfect life and avoiding all those things that, that cause us to fear. Because remember, what you fear, just like what you want to have happen, that fear is being interpreted and translated as a desire that's going to bring the thing that you're fearing against you. So facilitating um, positive interruptions by working through a guided journaling process, 
you're going to have positive interruptions that's stopping those negative strongholds and therefore enabling you to cast down in negative imaginations. I can't say that enough because everywhere you look today, if you turn on the television or radio stations or if you, you pick up a book or if you just allow yourself or avail yourself to some conversation at the water fountain, chances are really good it's going to be a negative one. And those negative conversations, that, that negative information produces negative uh, imaginations. And those come against you. So we are in the business here of facilitating positive interruptions, enabling us to cast down all that stuff. And alignment then prepares us for the, the creative plane, uh, which is going to necessitate the purposeful positive interruptions and hold those into our lives so that they take first place. Here's the thing. Negative influencers are intentionally and effectively removed from our imaginations. We are in charge of that. It's what we say about it. We are the final authority of of what kind of information we're allowing ourselves to harbor. Remember, whatever it is that you are um, consuming is the very thing that's going to manifest in your life. You're responsible for that. It's up to you who you grant access to. You don't have to listen to to negative information. You don't have to be in that negative conversation. You don't have to be on the phone. I've said this so many times before, and, and I've seen someone out in public. Maybe it was in an airport. And... And you'll see somebody standing there on their cell phone just giving somebody what for. And they are cussing them up and down and they are shouting and they're yelling into the phone. And you know what it is? That never surprises me. I'm never surprised by that person. What I am amazed to even consider is that there's somebody on the other end of the phone. Are you kidding me? You have the authority to say, I'm not granting access to that negative influencer into my life anymore. Because here, past experiences of, of abuse, th- th- that abuse in your life stays with you. And it always comes from a misused dominion and, and authority that other people are, are using to skew your own perspective on the way life should be for you. So you're developing, developing beliefs early on in, in this physical world, early in the physical, and some of, of which uh, those have come from generations past, and we call those generational curses. Those beliefs, and it doesn't matter if they are baseless or if those beliefs come with merit, you create motivational feelings directing your creative thoughts for attracting the good thing away from all of that that's trying to redefine you from the original source of who you originally were. The original version of all of us is perfect. And it's our responsibility to perfect who we are now, unbecoming all of the stuff that's not us to become what we originally were. So our obligation for using the law of kinetic belief for attracting our perfected life is going to be first to align our creative plane. You see, belief is not a respecter of persons, first of all. Regardless of your past or your your present-day experiences, whatever you're going through now, you have the ability to redirect your expectations and to attract your perfect life designed by your purposeful genius. The power, that's the powerful truth, and this is what it is. You have complete control over what is to come in your life, and music should be the soundtrack that leads your desire over the bunkers of life. I have a question that I hope doesn't come across as uh, kooky, but I'll just ask it anyways. Well, you're, you're at the right place if it is. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> we, love the, like we love the kookiness. Or like the, I've ever the, cared the not, about The not that. normal is actually normal. Okay, good. Well, perfect. Um, so let's say that someone is believing for healing. Um, and, and sometimes in those situations, you don't know exactly what to believe or affirm or even pray. It's almost as if you don't always have those words available in in your mind and in your heart. Um, do you think that it's possible to use music um, almost as your voice of and that you can attach belief to in those in those situations where maybe you're even just tired? You know, sometimes sometimes certain seasons of life can exhaust you and and you wouldn't it be better just to put it on a piece of music and meditate on what I believe or allow that belief to sort of 
attach itself? That I is don't... a great question. Yes, yeah. and and the the quick answer to that is absolutely yes, positively yes. You get let music, the lyrical music, become your language. In mm. fact, uh, one of the universal languages of love is music. Okay. And often we don't know what to say. We don't have all the right, answers that exactly. we can articulate. Maybe we don't have the words. Mm-hmm. So what we're going to do is to put on the music that positively reinforces the imagination. And here we're going back to holistically seeing yourself as healed. You mentioned uh, healing or the body. You see yourself as the image of that person that is without disease, without the mental anguish, without um, the noise of the the flesh that is not vibrating on a perfect frequency that is correct for your, your healed body. You see yourself holistically from the top of your head to the bottom of your feet while giving the language of the music that you've chosen purposefully to become the soundtrack of that thought form that you're holding of your perfected self. And you allow that to become the lyrics of your healing and you bathe in that. You immerse yourself in that and you become grateful for the image of your perfected body. Everything working and functioning as it was designed to. And then you, through that process of listening to the music, just wash yourself with gratitude. Mm. Gratitude that you are the thing in present tense that you're hoping to be. Well, that's a powerful concept that that you could actually use music to sort of stand in the gap, so to speak, when you don't have the words or the energy or just whatever. I love that as sort of like a secondary option for belief and affirmations. Cool. Well, the the successful kinetic believer, that's the person who's moving toward the thing that they are attracting to come to them has to get their back up and no longer be double-minded. Don't decide one day that you're going to become successful only to avail yourself to the, a negative influencer who's like, who, who do you think you are? You know you don't have enough education for that. You don't have enough money for that. How do you think you're going to ever achieve the success that you've been talking to me about? It is up to you to finally say, enough is enough. I am unconditionally loving myself enough to realize my desires to come true. Appropriate yourself the power to become what you want to be and do what you want to do. And don't allow one more moment of your precious time while here in the land of the living to be consumed by negative influencers and exercise creative energy, purpose to become strong in the the power of music as a soundtrack to the things that you are imagining to be. All of the power and authority for creative manifestation is yours. Listen to me. Look for and expect to find ways to move forward and to do this every single day of your life toward what you are manifesting with expectant belief. You know that you know that it is already yours. You know that it's yours because it's the essence of you and you are here, which means the essence of you has also arrived. And you do this with perfect, perfected confidence, no longer doubting, no longer fearing, no longer being double-minded. And you consider your life from the highest imagination, from the highest desire. No, that's not high enough. Go higher. That's not high enough. Go higher. Remove every obstacle from you that you've ever considered. Don't think about the negatives anymore. And then trust in the substance of the the very things that you're hoping for to create your heart's desire and to do that in response to your expectations. And by all means, fear not. Don't ever allow yourself to have a fearful doubt ever again about what you are to become. Casting down that, casting it down because your desires are part of creation. And and they, they represent the desires of your perfect creator. He created you flawlessly. And so it's up to you to unbecome all of that stuff that's been trying to redefine you as the negative thing that represents negativity. All we have to do is to come into agreement with our Creator's desire for us. That is it. And that's the secret to manifesting and, and activating through gratitude and appreciation, unconditional love toward yourself to receive those best things for you while you're here in the land of the living. Wow. Well, are you as excited as I am to go work on playlists? 
I'm getting there. <laughs> yes, I am. Uh, I am always excited. You know, playlists. Of, you know, what? That's a fun thing to do. It, oh, yeah. Like I was saying earlier, it's just so easy to do. Well, and, and I always see it as like this really cool progression that you can create, like a progression of feeling, you know, like from one song that you really love to the next. And it's nice, too, when you just, you already know. You already know how a piece makes you feel. So you can just sort of like grab exactly. that off the exactly. shelf. And that's a big, that's one of the biggest problems that most people have is they're going through this life being led around by their emotions and uh, emotion emotions change so you might just think you can conquer the world one day but you feel like junk the next so then you're going to you just make really bad decisions absolutely you know music can help you remain consistent in your emotions that's a that's so true yeah you finally you finally have gotten the job of your dreams and and somebody makes you mad the day number one and so you quit (laughs) (laughs) and you and then you go home and you you tell your wife and well I I showed them. I quit. You didn't want. And the next day you're like, I'm poor. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Being led by your emotions. So music is a powerful way to avoid being uh, led by negative feelings. And I got to say, I never enjoyed mornings or or waking up. I've never been a morning person until I put, you know, my favorite songs as my alarm. I mean, it just changed everything. Game changer. Well, through the process of all this, make sure that you are using a guided kinetic belief journal um, or just get a notebook. If you don't have the journal, just go down to the five and dime and get a little lined (laughs) notebook and figure out how to journal yourself. But either way, write down kinetic belief journaling uh, thought processes that you can then um, just elongate throughout your life. And and then make sure that part of that is uh, gratitude affirmations. And I have to say, um, after today's episode, I see that kinetic guided journaling completely differently because you can sort of pair it with a playlist and have this kind of like supercharged (laughs) session of of guided journaling and the music is making you feel so great and oh man I think you'll come out of that feeling like a million bucks. That's how it works. Say this after me. Say I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful. For the wisdom to remain calm. For the wisdom to remain calm. In my belief. In my belief. I don't care what it looks like. I don't care what it looks like. I live by what I believe. I live by what I believe. I'm so grateful for the wisdom. I'm so grateful for the wisdom. To choose my thoughts. Thoughts, to choose my thoughts. To choose my playlist. To choose my playlist. I'm at peace with my age. I'm at peace with my age. And I receive my and, perfected life. And I receive my perfected done life. Done on earth. Done on earth. As it's supposed to be. As it's supposed to be. Well done. <laughs> well done. That's how it works. <laughs> well, that's great. You know, yeah. we're going to be in New York. I, and It's coming up in January and then I think again in March. And, and also in March. That's correct. And we're adding uh, new dates, new cities um, weekly right now. So keep checking back to the website, which is always being grown and changing and, and we're adding new new teaching videos. The podcasts are there if you want a different platform to watch those on or listen to those. Um, yeah, there's always new stuff. So always be checking the website, stephencanyon.com or uh, kineticbelief.com will get you there as well. And kineticbelief at stephencanyon.com is the email address. Yes. And uh, and also, whenever you come out to uh, one of our meetings, just know that you're coming to a master class mm-hmm. workshop where I speak directly into your life and we get busy working on some things. And I'll also tell you that you will not leave uh, the same person that arrived. That is a yep. guarantee. So true. Something happens. I love that you call them master classes too, because I always think, you know, you, you talk about being a master of the universe a lot. And I feel like if you come to the master class, you're going to exactly. leave a That's master it. of the universe. Yeah. It's always fun, <laughs> Megan. I'll see you back here again okay. tomorrow. Thanks for today. It was so much fun. Love talking about music and I'll see you tomorrow. Bye.